Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are now 25-4-2 through 31 games, and that puts them first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern Conference, and first in the National Hockey League. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, what's going on? What's up, buddy? Joey? Hi, man. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you again. Good to see you. It's been a little bit. Uh, it's it's been a bit. We we tried to give this a go last night, but this but we're I feel good about tonight. I think we can really get it going. Yeah, watch us get interrupted in like seven seconds by goose. By goose. Yeah, that's why I've been unable to. I'm just uh, I'm such a dedicated cat dad that I can't I can't leave him alone for more than a couple minutes. No, nah, dude, it, there's just there's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's a busy um, time. Busy time of year. I don't know if you've heard. Um, and, uh, being a dad on top of a busy time of years, I'll tell you, if you're looking for a lot of free time, parenting is not the job to get into. Now you tell me. Yeah, I should have, I should have warned you. Um, now the Bruins are still playing hockey. Do you know this? Uh, I've been hearing about this. Yes. We've missed a few games, not missed. Like we haven't watched. We just haven't talked about them. Yeah, I uh, so it starts with what the Kings game was that the the first one that we 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 did not discuss. When was that? Yeah. Was, what, Thursday. Yeah, that was last Thursday. But here's um, the thing: they didn't win that game. They didn't. Uh, very disappointingly, I'm like so over the shootout. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy how quick that happened, and obviously it's going to happen when your team is losing them. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's like. It, it you can tell me it's an irrational feeling, but I feel it. Did not like the shootout this much. Yeah, like you can tell me, like oh, it's based in the fact that your team is losing them. But no, no I'm over it entirely. Yeah, no, I, honestly, like I'll say it, like uh, at 365 days a year, regardless of what's going on. Like it's, I don't like it. It's a necessary evil. I get it. Like there's like no other option that's as viable. But it just sucks so much. Like when you like play well. Um, and then just like kind of can't pull it out. Although honestly, this game kind of wasn't that. The Kings game, like they did not mm. play well at all. Like at the end of the game, they ended the third period with I think they ended the third period with a power play, or at the very least mm. had one in overtime. Yeah, they had one in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, because it was matching. There was matching penalties in that one. But uh, oh no, I'm sorry, sorry, my mistake. So there was a penalty called at the end of the third period. Yeah, that it was like carried 20 seconds, into overtime. Right? Yeah, there was like 40 seconds on the power play to end the third, and then they had a minute and 24 on three to start overtime. And in the last like five minutes of the third period, and then all of overtime, Bruins did not play well. Like they did not use that extra man well at all. Like, like it was not good mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, you're kind of lucky to get your extra point tonight. Not lucky, <laughs> but like it's not like they usually are where it feels like you got robbed at the second point out of a technicality. Yeah, you, didn't, you barely earned the first one. Yeah. So I mean, I all will in all, say, it was, yeah. People, yeah. people have already made the case for a three-point system in hockey. Um, I would really advocate for, for. Um, well, the thing is, you can't even do that because then you're sharing four point or five points. I was going to say two points for a shootout loss, but that doesn't make any sense. What it just feels like there should be a smaller penalty for. For losing in the shootout, I don't know. Yeah, it's not no, the same fair. as losing in overtime, but it really it's not. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I get that. That's kind of part of it too. It's like to lose in overtime does not feel the same as losing in the shootout. Like that's like quote losing. Yeah, it's like it, it's almost like a coin toss. 
the World Cup solidified that for me, dude. Like there were six shootouts in the World Cup this year, and every one of them felt more and more unearned. It's I don't know, especially especially the final going there after like I know you're a huge soccer guy. I know, you know all me. of our listeners really you want to talk about soccer right now. So uh but I don't know. That was like an incredible game. I'm sure everybody actually did watch. If there's like one game every half decade that people watch, it's that game. Uh, and you just get, I don't know, you just get robbed of it. Obviously, that's not what happened here in the Kings game. It wasn't like, oh, man, I could watch these guys play for another hour. But I don't know. You, you miss something. I know that like the union and the league and the players wouldn't be all too stoked to no. just keep playing hockey. They, they don't want that. No, they, I that, get it. Yeah, that's kind of what it comes down to also. It's just like the players themselves probably don't want any. There's like nothing else that they want. I think three on three is the clo- is like the best alteration we're going to get to like extra minutes in hockey. Yeah. And honestly, I think even, even that, 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 that was, it's like guys enjoy it. But I still think like at the end of the day, like they would probably say like, hey, it's fun every once in a while. But like if we're going to overtime playing three on three, you know, once a week, yeah, you're going to kill somebody. Yeah. That's, but anyway, they lost that game. They lost that game. They, uh, did. they looked ugly uh, in the shootout. They did. I honestly, like, I, I, we just were discussing how it's hard to recall much, not much detail, but like enough to like really get enough for a podcast. Um, the one thing I kind of want to talk about is Brad Marchand. That was like uh, such a Brad Marchand game. I'm kicking myself for not posting the thing I wrote uh, because I for that line alone, uh, I, I wrote just like a, a game preview and I ended it being like Brad Marchand has a history with the Kings. Like he had like 19 points in 18 games and it's just like the Kings, the Canucks, there's just like a couple teams that Brad Marchand has this weird vendetta against that. He's just like, fuck you guys in particular. I'm coming for you. And it was one of those games again. It was against the Kings. Like he just was like on a mission. Like he was playing very, very good hockey. Do you think that this game affected his chances at the Lady Bing? I do. I'm I'm sad to say. Yeah, it was what at the end. It was like the thing with Kevin Fiala where like they were holding each other, but then Marshan gave it like the extra and like just threw him down. Yeah. Like if you go back and watch it, Fiala is like also holding Marshan. But then Marshan takes it up a notch and then gets the penalty and then is like pissed about it. Uh I, I'm sad to say that I do think his Lady Bing chances are are dwindling. I mean, that's tough because this was really his year. You know who might quick little side note here away from the bees, real quick. Um, that Kale McCarr clip where he like went to the referee. Yeah. And was like, no, I fell. Don't yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, context. It's like Kale McCarr was like taking the puck behind the net and like I don't even remember what the team, the other team's player chasing him down, kind of had the stick in the area, and McCarr just lost his edge and fell. And then coming up, he just looked for the ref and was kind of like waving his hand at the ref, like, no, 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 like don't don't call anything. Like that was me. Uh I mean, and it's I the okay. sportsmanship commercial all over again. I have a hot take on that, probably. Okay. So I mean, if the Bruins a Bruins player did that, I'd be like, yeah, cool, good guy. But part of me is like, let them fucking call it. Like, draw. I don't give a draw the draw a penalty. I don't care. Like, I, I that's more contextual. Like that almost feels like a karma could come and bite you in the ass later because like hockey gods like don't look favorably on that. 
but I this happened like a while ago, and that was like my response on Twitter. It was just like I would kind of be upset. I mean, like, sometimes the power play is more important than showing you're a swell guy. <laughs> uh, I'm not like what an yeah, idiot. I don't know. Like that's a good guy move, and like that was just like instant. Like didn't even really think about it. Like no, 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 that wasn't it. And I'm sure like guys around the league appreciate that, but like that's just like part of me, not even a big part, but part of me is just like just maybe if they want to call it, just let them call it. Like no, for sure. I think I think it totally matters what your what your team is like. You know, what are your guys like? What's your general? Uh, I don't know. I think if you're on that team, you have a feel for how your guys are going to react to something like that. If you're you know coming down the stretch in you know a tight playoff race and you don't know if you're going to make it and your team's been underperforming and you've had a lot of injuries and like you're trying to pick up some momentum now and you do that you suck yeah that, you yeah. know <laughs> <It's> all, <laughs> well yeah in that context. context sure yeah yeah but like i don't know I, I i think i think it's a testament to the kind of guy that he is but yeah if i was on his team i'd be like bro take the call yeah what are we doing it's yeah. the you know the sportsmanship commercial that i'm talking about I don't actually. I thought that was just kind of like a, they could make a commercial out of that. What are you talking about? No, there was this commercial that was. I want to say it was for like gut milk. It was. It was one of those commercials that like it ends and you're like, what was that for? Who paid? It's usually for cologne. That? When you don't know, it's usually for cologne. <laughs> but this was like no. This is like one of those other ones where like it like the end card on the commercial just says like fire departments and you're like this was paid for no. by all the fire departments chocolate milk yeah it's like this. that's my favorite it's exactly like that i think this ad i'm not kidding was brought to you by sportsmanship <laughs> and i was like who paid for this was it kale mccarr himself but the ad Andrew was Ference. the ad was a um uh, a basketball player like a high school basketball player or a team it's like late in the, a close game and there's an out of bounds call and one team gets granted the ball and they go and huddle and the guy's like, coach, I touched it last. It's out on me. That's their ball. And the coach is like, do the right thing. And the player runs over to the ref. And he's like, ref, I touched it last. It's their ball. And then like play goes on and like the other team gets the ball and it's like brought to you by sportsmanship. And that's, that was my first thought when I saw the Kale McCarr video. I was like, that is ref. I fell on my own. Don't call it. I don't so, think I'm that good of a guy. I like no, to I, think no. I'm a good guy, but like I know me when I play sports and like, I wouldn't outright lie, but I don't, I think I would withhold the truth. I was having a conversation with somebody earlier about um, like broadcasters who were former athletes mm -hmm. and like, not even just broadcasters, just like media members that are former athletes and how competitive they are in the media game because it's just mm -hmm. like ingrained in them. And I was having a conversation and I said like, well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense because like you don't make it to any professional sports unless you have like that killer instinct of like everything's a competition. you got to win everything. So it is very weird that Kale McCarr, while playing, surrendered that instinct yeah, that's kind of, you know? I guess that's kind of what I'm digging at when I'm saying, like, almost just let him call it. It's he, like, is he a embrace debate? Is he a bad teammate for doing that? Does he, he should I, be yeah, stripped of his lady I, thing potential, too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, saying bad teammate, I don't think is maybe the right phrasing there. 
I think he's a bad uh, teammate. I could just see teammates being frustrated with that. And it's so contextual. Like, if you're down a goal and it's late in the game and you do that versus, like, you're up by five and it's late in the game, like, two very different scenarios. Like, I, I'm not going to add insult to injury when you're up five nothing, but, like, if you really need that fucking power play and they just gifted you one or about to gift you one and you just were like, no, that they didn't actually trip me. Like, I... I, I what honestly you're am saying is of, Marshand has a better I shot at the bank. Literally, bend. just about to say Brad Marshand, <laughs> the king of drawing penalties, like would never in his lifetime do something like that. Like he does the opposite a better teammate. Of that. Like, well, I mean, how many power play goals does he have? Like six. Enough. Mm. He has enough. A lot. He has a lot. <laughs> Certainly a few. Pasta has like eleven. It's like a thing of eleven of his twenty-one goals are on the power play. And I bet I could point on the I could draw the spray chart from memory. It's not a spray chart; it's a dot. Like it's a you could, dot chart. yeah, you could <laughs> place a penny down on the ice and be like, "He was here." Like this is where he shot the puck. Like, <laughs> yep. Uh, Marshy, dude, I, I, it was it was vintage Marshy though. I mean, it was and not necessarily in a good way. Like seeing him that he did like helmet off, sweaty headed, heated is like it was like whoa. I haven't seen this in a while. And it's that's the Kings thing. Like that's the Kings game mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like I'm okay. When whenever they play Vancouver next, I know Vancouver sucks. Look for it. I'll try to remember it, tweet it out, be like, watch Brad. Like Brad loves playing the Canucks. Like he he circles those dates on the calendar. I I swear. Like he must. And for I whatever think- reason, Kings, it's like the same thing when I say like Senators games are weird. Like it's like over the last ten years, like just watching this team and these players, it's like you start to notice these like odd mm-hmm. trends, and like that's just like one injuries of them. happen in Capitals games. Dude, that's because I, uh, I don't think we, we, haven't, <laughs> we haven't we haven't really talked. I don't think we've ever really got into the Capitals discussion. I hate the Capitals so much, a lot. It's As kind of abating. It's abated because like we haven't played them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there was an insane. I one time I actually tried to find the data on this and I got lazy and gave up. There it felt like every time we played them, we lost one to two players. To the point where I even told my girlfriend, just kind of like as a line, I'm like, Yeah, whenever we play these guys, we lose someone. And then later that night, be like, Yep, two guys got injured. Like Carlo got in, like gets concussions at the end of the season from them. I think that happened twice, like two years in a row, he got concussed mm-hmm. by them. Um, I I don't like the Capitals. And they also had that they had that garden streak going for a long time. It was wasn't it like the the Caps hadn't lost at the Garden since like 2012 or something? Oh, I hate that. Well, yeah, was that when they had Holtby? Where Holtby shut the Bruins out for an entire season? <laughs> I think, dude, I think it goes back pretty damn far. Let me look this up. Uh they had a streak going. I don't want to say it went to the nineties. But it was oh my god! I don't know. It was like a long time. Uh, Capital Street, Boston. I don't know. I don't know how to look for what I'm looking for. I'm trying to do it. Also, we'll see. We'll see who can win this. They had a 14 game win streak at one they, point. Uh, yeah. Yep. There we go. And it ended February 13, 2019. That's not even the and one. For I'm a team that you of. only play like two or three times a year, like that's a long time for that to keep going. It's like the, like the Bruins hadn't lost to the Coyotes since like 2010 and in, in like the Czech Republic in like a weird international game. 
but yeah, uh, fine. I don't like the Capitals. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah the, but yeah, that, that was Capitals also suck. another, yeah, it's like another, like, Senators games are weirds. So we lose players to the Capitals, one of those things. Um, Penguins games are always, like, super crazy and heated. Mm-hmm. Toronto games never disappoint. I don't think I've ever seen a disappointing Toronto game. No. I'm excited to see what the Kraken are like because Vegas is like kind not a rivalry, but like we have a little there's some tiffs going there's on something. With Vegas, there's something sucks. there. And obviously it's, the Butch thing adds to it. For sure. And it kind of sucks when it's the West Coast because you only see each other twice a year. Or, you know, Montreal, who were only playing twice this year. I mean, that's who designed dead, the right? schedule. Yeah, can we can talk about the that? schedule real quick? How insane yes, the yes. end of this season is. There Do is share. six consecutive weekends. With a Saturday Sunday game, so that's twelve games. And I've, I've, off of the top of my head, I think nine of them are matinees. Not sorry, not matinees. Like six of them are matinees if you include a five p.m. start as a matinee, which is like, eh. but like mm. five, like there's five games at one to three p.m. It, it's just a loaded end of the year. Like the last game of the season's in the Bell Center. Like by that point in the season, nobody really gives a shit about the regular season. You're either almost always you're either like confidently in the playoffs or confidently out of it. And we're not going to be it's not like we're playing Montreal in round one, probably. No. So it's not like, oh, we get like a bonus game to just kind of get the blood going. But like, that's weird. Yeah, the end of the season is wild. And I can't I mean, get where, over the fact that Montreal play Mon- right now. I don't even have a pulse on where they're at. They yeah, are. They are. I think. Second to last in the div- in the division, yeah, right behind they're right 15, above the Senators. 15, 15, and two. They're behind the Red Wings, bro. Yeah, dude, they're not good. They are way down there. Why isn't there? Remember when they were in the cup final for no fucking reason? Yeah. Remember when someone just like lost track of them and accidentally <laughs> let them into the finals? Where's Montreal? You sent them home, right? <laughs> what? You sent Did them you home, home, right? Like I thought you said. We the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> I that, that was the year, uh, so that was the bubble year. Mm-hmm. It was possible for a Boston Montreal Stanley Cup final. That was possible. Yeah, I mean, and we were was, denied it. I know. It was withheld. And that was, I mean, if we won the cup in 2020 and like weren't able to go or anything like that, I mean, I think, I think we would have been pretty bummed. I'm gonna say that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But yeah. Okay, but yeah, back to the Kings anyway. game at least. Uh yeah. yep, lost in the shootout. Fuck the shootout. It was weird because the first four shots were goals in that shootout. And then there was like nothing until Trevor Moore ended it. Mm-hmm. That's like the worst way to leave the garden, I think, is losing a shootout. To a bum like, team. You've kind of already been like like I don't know, let down by the fact that it didn't end during play. And then mm-hmm. it, you're, you stay longer, and then it just... it's Shootouts are really tense. It's not even like... I don't even want to act like I don't give a shit about them, and I don't care, and I'm just waiting for it to end. Like, once they get into the, the later rounds, like, when the other team is uh, trying to like, score, like, I, like, sometimes, like, have to, like, kind of look away. I'm, like, way too nervous. So it's just Dude. a really deflating way to leave the game. You're like, fuck. Like, that's terrible. Like, In the same vein, a similar vein anyway, the fact that they stopped selling beer like an hour and a half ago. Yeah, what is that? Between me. you they stopped selling like you can buy it between the second and third, and that's it. I think it's I think it's like the start of the third period. That makes they sense. I think that's right. Beer, which is too early. 
stop yeah stop selling beer you know yeah. i don't know but yeah it's like i don't know if, if you're me and you finish that beer five minutes into the third period and you're just you're like hung over watching the shootout it's terrible <laughs> get me out of here there was a game uh uh where was that I think it was oh oh it was I was at a I was at Fenway for an eighteen inning game once they stopped selling beer in the seventh inning. That's <laughs> that's crazy. Someone's gonna go for a packy run. Like, Who I, was, <laughs> I mean, I was hungover. I was like, I had a full on headache. I was like, this is this is not fun. But I have to be here till the end. It's one of those like you got to see it through. But Still staying only for fourteenth inning, yeah, <laughs> at three a.m. Yeah, that's like the other side of the coin with not having the shootout is like a regular season game that won't fucking end. <laughs> like it's like two in the morning, no one cares. I know this is like game like, thirty-one of hundred and sixty-two. Like, <laughs> I I can't think. I don't know. I can't even put myself in a scenario where I just want. Oh, I looked it up by the way. Remember how we were talking about continuous five-on-five five overtimes? Oh, like how that used to be the thing before they, they brought in four and four. Yeah. So that was the case up until I think it was 99. Are you serious? Yeah. I was just I mean, I'm showing my age, but we... like, or lack thereof. But that's crazy. I can't imagine just continuous play in the regular season. I can't believe it was that long ago, dude, because I remember watching games that went into like third, fourth overtime. And I could have sworn that I was more online than four years old. Uh, have you heard about them wanting to extend the season? Yeah, wasn't it only like two games? Yeah, they're talking about an 84-game season and a presumably taking two away from the preseason. I mean, is it just because there's so many more teams and they like want... I think. It's I mean, if, a... if those two extra games are Montreal games guaranteed every year, go for it. 100%. Go for it. I bet it's just the owners pressuring the league to do it to try to just get more revenue and yeah. and whatever yeah like this like this the uh salary cap is like not going up by more than a million unless like they raise like 700 million in escrow or something ridiculous they're basically like you better hope it's big market teams making it to like like the semifinals this year yeah yeah, but keep pouring money into, one of them into Phoenix. That'll work, dude. Oh, dude, I uh, I don't just know. Just dumping so your money in. The... Every time I look at gameplay from Mullet Arena, mm-hmm. I can't. You're so spot on. They're like it instantly looks like a college game. It just like and it's, it's such bad. a bad look for the sport. It's like it's fun and it's funny because it's not permanent. But then, like, if you want to like put on your serious hat, like, yeah, that's bad. Like, that's just not good for the league. That looks so shitty. Like, the, already the smallest major sport in North America, and someone like peeks their head around the corner to take a take a gander what's going on in the league, and we're playing. Yeah. Let's, well, we, let's we had to push on the off NHL the game. real quick. <laughs> ASU had the rights to Friday night, so we had to play Sunday night. Like. It's it's straight up embarrassing. I immediately had hindsight about it. Like the second I heard about it, I was like, we're going to be looking back at this in 10 years and thinking, how did we let this happen? Yeah. I think we talked about that, too. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that uh... sounds like me. It sounds like something I've already said. <laughs> but but my God, um, the gardens uh, not like that, though. The gardens bumping, bro. The gardens yeah, the garden... sold out for, what, 12 years now? A long, long time. Yeah, I think about that. I think every 
every brew are Celtics games the same way? I imagine they would be. I don't think that they're on the same street. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, Bruins, Red Sox, they and I, Patriots, like it's just every fucking game. It's like I don't know, this sports means so much in Boston. Like it's like to the point where it's like, are we all okay? Like this is like kind of weird a little bit when you take a step back that like like you're like not every city is like this. I know, and and that's weird. It's it's weird that they don't because it's just, I don't know. I don't know about you. Like, I grew why up here. Wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I I grew up in Southern New Hampshire, which is like essentially the suburbs of Boston, if you want to look at it that way. And it was just sports, sports, sports all the time. Like I grew up a die-hard Red Sox fan. Like I I watched mm-hmm. like almost every game, all like every season. It's like when I was young. I didn't get in hockey till super late, but that was like my, my, I was around a baseball family. Like I, I was a baseball family. I, uh, I would argue like sports were so mainstream. There was almost a, a piece like the rebel in me as a kid, like the rebellious teenager said like, fuck it to sports intentionally. Cause I was like, that's you're so counterculture. Main. Yeah. Like everyone cares about sports. Not me. I'm like, I'm, I'm too cool for that. And then like, just sucked me back in like immediately and was like, no, you're going to dedicate your life to this. This is actually going to be like the thing that you do. <laughs> you're you're going to sit around talk about sports as a years living. of heartbreak and like a long weekend of enjoyment over the course of your <laughs> lifetime. Like, uh, I, first of all, I was trying to think back to where I was when the bees won in 2011. Mm-hmm. And I was having a tough time remembering where I was. Cause I was, I mean, 15 years old yeah so i i mean i was like i had to be home i had to just be home with my dad or maybe my dad was working i don't remember um i'm on i don't know dude feel bad for me i'm on a pretty big championship drought here you know what's i worse do not than care about the celtics i really really don't care about the pats anymore <laughs> you know what's worse than not knowing where you were is remembering mm-hmm. that you were posting sarcastic comments on facebook oh. about people watching the game that was me because i didn't watch mm-hmm. hockey yet I, that was two years before i got into mm-hmm. hockey where i had a friend come over all the time and would put on the games i'll be like what's this and like <laughs> it took me like three games until it was like i had like my hands covering my face watching an overtime game like super invested mm-hmm. but yeah i was just like literally posting shit like generic status about rooting for the Bruins and, and putting down the Canucks. And then so we were on the same page of like the, why, Ooh, everyone cares about sports. I'm, I'm not me. I'm different. Why did nobody bully me? You're like, you, <laughs> that's fine. Like, like smack my drink out of my hand. Like do something. Cucks. Like that. Uh, for our right. listeners, Joe is wearing a Canucks t-shirt. Uh, I already asked about it, and I was not given a satisfactory explanation. And he is now folding his shirt, so it says "cucks." Yeah, that's the that's the great podcast com- joke when people can't comedy. See. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. If you guys were here right now, you'd think. It's and funny. now for the section of the podcast where we communicate in sign language. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I have to uh, learn sign language. But dude, yeah, I was. I don't know. I just. I don't want to put too much stake in this team. I don't want to put too much of my heart on the line here. <laughs> yeah, I've been hurt before. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I am good. going to be. I'm. I'm going to need someone to keep an eye on me if they don't win. Yeah, I'm going to need I, someone to keep an eye on me. It is. I mean, I'm just. I don't know. I'm looking at Bergie. 
and th- like the the thousand points uh, ceremony, which we'll get to. Um, and just thinking about him in the Hall of Fame, and thinking about him having one cup, it's like he shouldn't have one cup. That's just that's just wrong. It can't. It, that can't be the way it goes. And like this is it. This is the last dance. This is the last chance. Yeah, that's Great like. Yeah, and it, it's you feel it every. It hurts every year. There's never a year where it doesn't hurt when you get eliminated. But this year, because of all the things you just said, because it's Bergeron's last year, Crazy's last year, because they're playing so fucking well right now, you just like part of you is fast forwarding to the heartbreak mm-hmm. and being like, I. It's it's gonna hurt so much this year if it doesn't happen. It's gonna. I mean, dude, here's the thing: the the boys are leveling out a little bit. They're they're five zero and three in uh, in in their last eight, and granted, that's an eight game point streak right there. But (laughs) they've they've lost three games of their last eight, and that's very much not like them. Um, it's nothing to be concerned about or anything. But it is them leveling out, and it's also just a reminder that, like, hey, this team is capable of losing hockey games. Five, one, and three. Actually, I think is it. Well, I'm looking at their last ten. It's seven, one, and two. Well, whatever. They've lost. They've lost three of their last eight in one way or another. And uh, I don't know. It's just a reminder that, like, this team's not perfect. This team's not. And they're they not know. the inevitable champions. Like they, they still have to earn it. They still have to get there. Yeah, and I Montgomery is pretty good about keeping that in check, I think. Because they was it the Columbus yeah, the Columbus game where they won four to two. And I, I had to watch that one the day after. Um but my impression was it it didn't really get away from them at any point. They weren't as dominant as they were, say, in the Florida game. Um, but like, I didn't watch that game and then think they're not playing well, which is exactly what Montgomery said. He was like, we're not playing very good hockey right now, which, which is, is like crazy. A, which is a really crazy to like be the best team in the league saying that. Yeah. And part of you can be like, that's nuts. We're the best. But then also like, no, that's good. Like keep, mm-hmm. keep, you know, the ego in check, stay humble, keep, keep like, the standards be, high. Be aware that like, yeah, you aren't always playing very good hockey. Like the end of that Kings game, they didn't play well. Like. They played mm-hmm. well for most of the game, but went right at the end where usually they're their strongest. They were their worst. So that's 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 a good point too. It's just saying that like like the the boys are like not like big headed about this whatsoever. No, because they they've no. been there too. Everyone in that nearly everyone on that team knows what it's like to get to game seven and lose. And if, yeah, and if they don't, they've been damn close to it. Yeah, you know they've been damn close to people who who do know. Um, I can't even think about that. I blocked that out so hard. I, I, I said it, and then like I had a physiological reaction to recalling losing Game Seven. Like I don't even want to finish the sentence. You know what happened? I don't. <laughs> I I remember more than anything from that game being on the on my porch with my roommates, um, in between the second and third, and them being like you worried like you all right you you good and it's like smoking a cigarette i'm like no like i know they're winning so i'm i'm not worried at all because i know that they're gonna win 
And I remember like looking down and seeing them look at each other and, and feeling like they, they don't have faith and uh, they are going to feel so dumb. Were they losing they at that point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Trailed most of that game. Well, <laughs> on to the Columbus game. <laughs> anyway, they beat the Columbus Blue Jackets this they week. They did. Yeah, that so I was <laughs> this was like a rare not turn of events, but like where I was completely away from the game. I was strolling around New York City and you were like very intently watching the game and giving me updates. And I think the first real meaningful one you gave me is I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're missing a great Krejci game. Oh my lord, did you ever? Yeah, and again, like I watched the, the the game the day after, and I had an eye out for it, and I was like, yeah, like the passing was on, like, dude, he was making some like backhand cross ice no look sauce passes on the tape, like that shit you pull out in the stupid. Czech league, not in the NHL at thirty six. Like he was getting ballsy. His oh, decision making was, I mean, he was just completely offline, just entirely autopilot, dude. He uh, when he gets going, he gets going. He is so fun to watch. And uh, it's just one of those games where, like, he's doing well enough where you know, like, he's probably going to get one at some point. Like, he has to. Uh, yeah. and, he, and he did. He had that one-timer late in the second. Uh, basically from he, – he scored a pasta goal is what he did. It was power play in the circle, one-timer. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a David Posternock goal from, from the stick of David Krejci. Um is it at all? That, that's not important at all. That's so stupid. I hate that my brain goes dumbass places. What? Do you ever do you ever think about how like David's a really American ass sounding name for a couple of Czech guys? I honestly have felt that way about David Ortiz. I'm like his name is David. Not his name. It's not? No. What's his name? Not David? Um his name's not David, it's not Ortiz. Whoa. Real quick, I'm looking at a box score right now. What does PN stand for? Penalty net nets. Oh, word. Okay. Also, why am I Googling stuff through Yahoo? What, what are you on? What, what site are you on? I'm on ESPN. It's goals, assists, plus, minus, shots, SM. Hover, hover over it. Is there yeah, not? nothing happens. That's what I'm doing, and they're letting me down. It's SM, BS, which is block shots, I'm guessing, and then PN. And I don't know what PN means. I'm going to, I, if my keyboard weren't so fucking loud, I would look up more stuff during the podcast, but I, I truly do not know. Regardless, what I was going to say is in that Bart. Columbus game, beyond crazy having a great game, I thought Coyle had a really great game. And then I went to the box score and he had zero goals, zero assists. It was a zero plus minus, zero shots, <laughs> like zero block <laughs> shots, like, like zero hits. <laughs> it's the intangibles, bro. It, absolutely uh yeah i don't know he just he seemed very in control of the puck he was 64 percent on faceoff so that's something um Krejci was 86 percent on faceoffs he went 12 and 2 in that columbus game wow that's bananas they were all of them were above 62 percent on faceoffs only four uh oh i said it's a lie i'm sorry uh I was say everybody who took a face off, but Marchand took one and lost it. Regardless, I mean, they, I thought they played really well against Columbus. Not their best, but they played really well. Also, you know what? Swayman, huge game for Swayman. Big Swayman game. Sorry, I looked it up here. Yeah, what is it? PNs is just penalties. 
Why do you not have them as PIMs? It's P it's PN and then penalty minutes is right next to it. Yeah, so that's literally exactly what it is. Penalties and then how many minutes? <laughs> so he took Coyle took two penalties. <laughs> <laughs> he was still good, damn it. And like um, but yeah, that was I mean, after everything we and everyone has been saying about Swayman for him to like shut the door. You put up a nine three nine and let up two goals and thirty three shots. That's good. Like that's that's really good. He looked great. That's very good. I love the pads, uh, the winter classic pads. Oh yeah. Oh my god, dude. The the. the... I'm sorry. Did the bees have forty three shots in this game? In the Columbus game? Yeah. Uh. Yep. No. Thirty nine. They had 30, there was 39 shots. 39. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Tarasov led in four on 39. Insanity. Bananas. They're good. But yeah, I, again, like Swayman, mm-hmm. that was really good to see. That's good for him. I want to see him do it again. Like, much in the same way I wasn't like dooming when he wasn't doing well. I'm also not like, he's back. Like, I'm like, he had a good game. Do it again. Um. Yeah, and, I, and I'll say that he he even though he his numbers are good like he does still overcommit he looks a little shaky at times it looks like he's going 100% for saves where he should shouldn't have to yeah you actually told me that during the game you're like he's put there he's making them look more difficult than they are yeah and it's weird to see a professional athlete making the game look hard but he yeah. looks like he's trying his ass off out there um uh, I didn't feel very confident with him in the net. Uh, I'll say that. Um, yeah, I'll say, I and then kind of the opposite of that. The two he did let in, that first one, the Boone Jenner goal, that like backhand yeah. down low. There's not a goalie in the world stopping that. No, like if no. that, if you can angle it that well on your backhand that close, that's going in. Like that's only if you have a defenseman clearing you out. Like. The line A one though, the line A one, eh, I get it. I, it's a power play. It's a one timer, but it was a, it's it's a slow a. pass. It's side to side. It's also line A, but it's like, I don't know. It's short side. He had time. It's like, I like get line it, A is it's, line it's not A. Like, it's not to the same extent as as that backhander that you're talking about, where like any goalie in the league lets it in. Like, I'm, I I agree, but at the same time, it's line A. He had five shots, a lot of very high quality shots. What they're that's gonna go in. That's like if that were anyone else on the team besides him, I, or maybe Goudreau, I would be a little like, eh. But he kind of gets that like almost a pass. I'm like, yeah, that's a superstar. That's yeah. a guy that's like one of the best in the league, like for a reason. So no, for but for those to be the two goals you let in, I'm like, you had a good game. That was good. No, you're right. You're right. And then he almost scored. We almost had a goalie goal. You almost missed a I goalie goal. Am selfishly so fucking happy it didn't go in. Because if I missed the only goalie goal in the Boston Bruins history, I w- I that would have made me so sad for so long. He would have been because so many people question. would be like, "How about that goal?" I'd be like, "I didn't fucking see it." Like, <laughs> I mean, it was damn so close. close. Damn so close. you that you almost can't get closer. No. I mean, if you hit the net or hit the post, I guess you would have. But oh, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy, he would have been a, a trivia question answer forever. Yeah, and we would have had that one ready to go. Still might be, dude. 
maybe maybe for a different reason. Well, he said after the game, he's like, I want to score a goal so badly. <laughs> or he said, I want to score so badly. Like, yeah. Phrasing. Like, um, nah, I, mean, I don't have anything else on this game. No. I'm, I'm, um, I want to move on to the Florida game. If yeah, you that's very, that's the meat and potatoes. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. First things first, before before we even get to the game. I think we got to talk about a, a slightly more pressing thing that came out of this game. What's that? Cliffy hockey. Ah, yeah. This is the opposite what? of the moon meme for me. This is tough. I'm ignoring it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be rude and just like, cool. I don't No, I don't care. Well, did you, there was an, or, okay. So context again, the, uh, you're probably familiar with the phrase cliffy hockey surrounding Connor Clifton usually just brought out whenever he does anything of value. Like he hits somebody, he scores. It's just cliffy hockey. Like some players just have phrases along with them and that's Clifton's been saying it for so long. I mean, as long as I can remember him being on the team, mm-hmm. um, and I, I love it. And then uh, Montgomery, possibly unprompted, was like, yeah, like not a big fan of it. And like neither is he. Because he says it's born out of Clifton playing recklessly. And he is like, that's just like not who he is now. Like that's not his play. That's not what he's like. But then also Ty Anderson was like, yeah, someone else in the locker room who would know was like, he's just playing you. He actually loves it. Like talking about Connor Clifton, not yeah. liking it. I don't know what to believe. I choose to uh, ignore it because I love Cliffy mm-hmm. Hockey. And I don't, okay, do, does Cliffy Hockey to you mean reckless? Do you think no. of reckless hockey when you think of Connor Clifton? No, I, I think it's kind of sarcastic. I think it's tongue in cheek, like giving a really high profile nickname to a pretty low profile guy. And that's, that's the actual issue. You think? I don't know if that's the, I don't know if that's the issue, but I mean, that's what I think of. When I, when I hear it, and if I was a, you know, second, third pairing guy, I would relish in that. I think that was funny, but then again, I'm not there, so I don't know. But I don't know. Ty Anderson saying that like, nah, he's playing it. He likes it. I, I just that's enough for me. Yeah, like that seems like something they would do just for for kicks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, Connor, I, I mean, him coming in. We talked about it the behind the B episode where he comes the in with the. Yeah, the sheriff mustache, and he's trying to get a, a nickname and whatever. Like, he seems like a, a he's guy just trying with to kill Cla- sense of Cla- humor. He's trying to kill Cliffy Hockey so he can be the sheriff. <laughs> That's why he doesn't like it because it got in the way of being the sheriff. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Again, I because like I'm not Cliffy Hockey, I'm the sheriff. Yeah, yeah I was kind of surprised when like Montgomery was like, yeah, it was born from reckless hockey. I'm like, That's not at I've all. never really known that to be the case. Like I, I thought about it and I was like, when I think of Cliffy hockey, like mm-hmm. when would I say that? That is like high speed. Oh, it's Loki yelling now. I think of fast, probably a big hit and like a big time goal. And like, mm-hmm. I guess fast kind of lends itself to a recklessness like that. That can kind of be born from that. Sure. But not necessarily like and I, I don't know. Like I felt <laughs> it's like I want to be like, no, Montgomery, you're wrong. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like. Um, but that, yeah, that, that, that got me, um, but good transition into the first goal of the game, at least Cliffy hockey, Cliffy hockey. What a game for the defenseman. Um, what a game. Well, I guess so when that happened, 
I don't even mm-hmm. want to be like I knew he was going to get on the rebound because like I that it was like kind of a freak bounce. But the mm-hmm. moment you see him around the net and the puck moving over there, you're like, that's a goal. That's like it's if it wasn't a goal, you'd be deeply disappointed and like shocked. It, there's just moments where guys take over a play and you're yeah. like, this is like you said, the hockey gods are just mm-hmm. going to put you in favor here. Like that's a moment like when he pinches low and he's like crossing over behind the net and like transitions onto his like heels coming out from behind the net. You're like, he's taken over. He's taken like, this is like a confidence. This is cliffy hockey at its finest. That's cliffy hockey. That's cliffy hockey, baby. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, I love that. And it's, it was a great way to get on the board for the first like goal of the game. They played pretty well before that. I think, Mm -hmm. um, it was a weird, this was a weird game, kind of all in all. Um, weird vibes, good vibes in the garden. I'll tell you. Up and down for me. I mean, I wasn't at the garden, so I don't know why I, <laughs> I'm not trying to jump no, your... You tell me. Like... <laughs> you actually didn't have that much fun at this one. You're not wrong. No, you're, uh, no, uh, my, okay. So Mondays at the garden are quietly awesome. I think mm-hmm. it's like there's not really many kids there. Um, it's just like, a lot of blue collar, like I imagine like service industry is popular on a Monday kind of night. Um, the difference between Monday and Tuesday is crazy because Tuesdays are kind of quiet, but Mondays are very hectic. Like they're full tilt. Like there's, there's no like, ah, you know, it's, it's a Monday. It's like the only day I've noticed so far this season as being off a little consistently is Tuesdays. Like Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday are the dates that I really think of and they're all balls to the wall. It was a good time. It's a good time. Especially when you put up four goals in the first like <laughs> 22 minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, and that, that second goal, we gotta we gotta give him his, his moment in the sun here. Brandon Carlo. Brandon Carlo. That was a good shot. Okay. It was a good shot. Knight should have had that, and I'm gonna be saying that about a lot of these goals. Uh <sighs> not a not a good game for Spencer Knight whatsoever. Uh, as uh, uh, a little fun note, the person sitting two seats next to me uh, said he coached uh, Spencer Knight when he was like, "Yeah, I used to shoot bucks on him when he was a kid." Him and Zegr- <laughs> him and Zegras. What's his name? Zegras. Zegras. It was so funny. It was whenever Zegrass. everybody in their area was like being like, "Yes, Knight sucks." He would like turn around and be like, "Yeah, I used to trade him." Like. I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, word. And then we love Zegers. I love going like, there being like, I'm going to say this so many yeah. fucking times tonight. I'm going <laughs> to drop this line so many times. Um, What did you? Oh, uh, Carlo Goldo, I, per what's up? You, 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 you go, go. You're, you're further into your sentence. Go ahead. Uh, um, uh-huh. And per Andrew Raycroft. Uh, that Carlo goal. Uh, that yeah, means everybody on the roster has scored. Everybody are all defensemen. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody uh, on the on the team has scored. Okay, now I wish there was a goalie goal because it'd be like, yes, yeah, just Olmark left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then like truly everybody. Like you know how hard they would have tried to get Olmark a goal if that was I, the case. Honestly, at this point, I think they still should for him and Swayman. <laughs> um Let's get get Olmark like seven goals this year. Yeah, it's like when you when someone has two goals and you're just feeding it to him at the end of a game. Just do that. Yeah. Like, um, 
Yeah, before any of the goals actually scored, it, the game kind of started off with that almost goal for uh, Florida. Yeah. It was like in on Olmark and Lindholm crashed into him. And this is like uh, brought up a, 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 a point of contention for some people because it was ruled not a goal because the ref said the play was blown dead because of intent to blow the whistle. Right. What, what do you, how do you feel about that being in the game? The idea of a play being dead because of intent to blow the whistle. I remember it being integrated when I was pretty young. And I remember there being a reason as to why. Um, and it was something about how like, there was like it was it's one of those plays or one of those calls rule changes that are like born out of a specific instance. I'm like 90% sure this was born out of like a specific thing. And it was like a goal that like the league wanted to wave off because like the ref had made the decision to blow the whistle. And like if you looked at the replay, it was like in the like, act of raising the whistle to his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, I've already decided to end the play, but I just haven't blown it dead yet. Um, so I, I get it. And it's also like the rule. It does feel strange if you're a player to be like, no, the play is, is over before I blow the whistle. It's, I was going to do it. I was already going to do it. You can't, no, it doesn't count. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about doing it. It's, it's strange. It's strange that like, it's basically at the referee's discretion to be like, and there, that's when I decided. I think this is like uh, a moment where when it goes in our favor, I'm like, yeah, that's the rule. But if that went against us, I'm like, it's horseshit. Like, uh, I, I, I honestly in the game, I didn't even hear it. Like the, it's kind of hard to hear the ref in the garden sometimes. So all mm -hmm. I heard was, and then the garden cheered and I was like, Oh cool. No goal. And then I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. And then later that night I was seeing posts being like, this is stupid. And then like, to me, it makes like, I get it. Like I do get it. Like the idea of like that discrepancy between the decision to, and even like the moment of bringing the whistle up. I think it's also one of the things that it comes up so rarely that it just will never probably go away. Cause like, I don't, it's not I don't that remember, big. Of a I don't remember really hearing it really at all. Yeah. I, I think somebody said, uh, the, I don't know, if you know the hockey guy on YouTube. Yeah. Um, he had made a comment being like, it hasn't happened yet this season. And that was like very recent. So someone's like, yeah, he just like fully manifested that in the happening. Okay. Um, yeah. Though that, that, I mean, that sounds right. It sounds like yeah. something that would, you know, happen once or twice a season. Two. Yeah. Yeah, we're a third of the way through the season, and it's happened in zero games. Like, and that's why there will continue to be outrage around it, because it's not going to be something that, like, comes up a lot. Like, imagine if, like, the delay of game, like, over-the-glass delay of game penalty, like, happened, like, twice a season. When it happened, you'd be like, wait, that's the rule? Fuck that. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, it's like, or like when you, like, uh, Stamkos one time broke his stick, and I think mm -hmm. it was, like, trying to throw it against the boards, but it went over the low glass. Mm -hmm. And he got a misconduct for it. Mm -hmm. And like Jack was Johnny on the spot. Like he knew the rule. He knew exactly what yeah. was to happen. But he was like, oh, it's a rarely called penalty. Like <laughs> it's just like one of those like, oh, shit, I didn't know that was a rule. Yeah. And like, and you'll never get used to it if you see it once a year. Yeah. Or even less. So, yeah, I mean, this will continue to be one that people probably get upset about every time it doesn't go your way because you're going to there's going to be like a hefty majority of people who go, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the rule. That makes no sense. And it's like, yeah, no, it it doesn't. 
but it is the rule and it has been that way. I promise. And other teams have got screwed too. So like, yeah, I like get it, that. but like you also let up seven goals this game. So like, it's not like this, this didn't cost you. <laughs> you sure did. Like, you let up seven goal. goals on 23 shots. That's just bad. That's Do you want to guess bad. what a save percentage that is? Was it like seven twenty? 731. That's pretty good. Ooh, all right. Look at me. That's pretty good. That's yeah, uh that's... that's almost as bad as my save percentage in the one game where I played net. <laughs> is it a considered a percentage if it's just zero? It was five hundred, <laughs> I will have you know. <laughs> this... Four Save saves, one. four goals, <laughs> one period. <laughs> <laughs> one dream squashed. Yeah. They're like, get out. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. anywho, anyhow. Yeah, this was a, uh, I know this isn't like abnormal, but the, the shots like 10 minutes in the game are like three to three, uh, which is yeah. kind of low. Like usually it's not like super consistent throughout the game. Like there's usually like clusters of goals, mm-hmm. but it ended 39, 26 Florida. So uh, like halfway through the first period, it's only three shots. Like that's definitely bigger on the end. I always root for. Um, a period with no shots. When you're the best team in hockey, Rob, you start to play little games with yourself. <laughs> Just got to keep yourself entertained. Yeah, you got. Yeah, it gets boring watching this team win and win and win. <laughs> win fatigue. That's the expression Ugh. I'm trying to kind of not popularize, but you know, people are saying it. People, people have heard, said it. You've, you've definitely heard it been saying it more than anyone by a lot. But people, Just, I guess, yeah. your people. That's, we've covered uh, that. I am I am people. And in the, the Columbus game, I texted you like what the shots were looking like halfway through the period. <laughs> and unfortunately, they got a few right before the halfway mark of the period. But I I was so re- I don't know what that is. I just love the idea of going into the second being like shots are 14 zero. Yeah. That's um, fun. Yeah, fourteen yeah, zero something. versus even fourteen one feels so different. Like, oh yeah, it's like oh, it's just like one, you didn't it. get a fucking shot on, like, <laughs> which almost kind of sucks shit. for the almost sucks for the goalie to get nothing on you in the first twenty minutes. Like that kind of sucks. Like, I bet the average goalie would tell you that they prefer to stay pretty busy. Oh, I can't Not imagine pretty they busy, like, but no, you know if they want to get involved, like mm-hmm. they don't want to just be on the ice to be on the ice, but. I mean, if you yeah, if you were to ask a goalie if you they'd rather see fifteen or twenty five shots, I bet they'd rather see twenty five. Yeah, absolutely. I would, yeah. I would completely agree with that. Um, uh, who I don't I need to look it up. So who's number six on Florida? Because I noticed it is da, 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 this, this doesn't have the the numbers. Sam uh, Reinhardt. Sam Reinhardt. Uh, and did I make that, was that up? Was that a guess? Yeah. No, he's number thirteen. <laughs> Florida Panthers roster number six. Colin White. Colin White. Him and uh, Bergeron had a a little tiff in front of the bench in the first period. Nothing big whatsoever. Um, Mm -hmm. But enough where the refs had to get in between them. Um, That happened a few times. That happened with uh, Marshan later in the game. And I think there was another third player that that occurred with. But uh, for a game that didn't get like super chippy, it like like it didn't build to anything. There was like a a, a baseline anger throughout this game. It was a a weird game. And I think that's got to come from. I mean, look, they don't have a long history. These teams. Nope. The bees just lost them pretty convincingly like a month ago and then come out, have a chippy game with them and put up seven 
I don't think that's a coincidence. That's a I think point. I think that's Monty being like, this team kicked the shit out of you. Yeah, this team this made is... you look bad. Like, if you want to prove to yourself that you can beat anyone, this is probably where you have to start right now. Yeah, I, it would. I, I that's a good point, honestly. To like bring it back to the last game, it's like they gave you one of your four losses in regulation. Mm-hmm. Like, let them know that that ain't okay. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, this is like the one team that that really made you look bad. Yeah. Um, the physicality was pretty good too. Like I have notes like uh, Smitty had a pretty good hit. Pasta had a good hit earlier in the game. Um, Krejci had this like one really, really great, like getting the puck out of the zone play. Um, this is like, the, I wish I had like time to like go back and record and like make little clips along with this, but it's just like small stuff. You notice mm-hmm. like that kind of, you're like, when I say like this guy had a good game, it was probably like one to three small plays that like got my attention at the right time. Right. Right. Um, um, so, so the Carlo goal real quick. Yeah. yeah. I th- when that happened, I was like, what a shot. Great shot on the replay. I'm like a little soft, still a good shot, like snuck it under his arm. The coil goal was the first goal. I was like, oh, Knight just sucks. <laughs> it's like, you gotta, you gotta stop that shot. Like that, there was an, I mean, it was a good, Coyle's got a good shot. Like he doesn't suck, but like that, like he got in the NHL. I don't know. I there. think, I I mean, I didn't see where it got him. I Did it get under his arm? Or, I thought he snipped it. I thought that was like a top shelf. No, I don't know. I think it was under his arm again. Like, oh. Watch it right yeah. now. I don't know. I I was happy for Coil just to get like that opportunity, like alone in the circle. Yeah, like pick your spot, big boy. Do your thing. Get take your shot. So he shot it. Yeah, it looked like under his right arm, if I'm not mistaken. I'm just watching mm-hmm. it in full speed right now. Yeah, that that, yeah, that went through his arm. Like that's you that, gotta, okay. You yeah, you're like right. That. Like to go down three nothing in the first, like as yeah. quickly as they did, and like. No, you gotta you gotta do something about that. Can't be doing that. Yeah, I mean, um, how it was. Yeah, the goals were like six minutes, not even six minutes apart. And then, I mean, like the pasta goal happened right, like what, like a minute something into the second. Well, too. Yeah, one thirty-eight into the second. That one I didn't even know went in at first. Yeah, which is weird because my angle it was like I had I couldn't see it in the net at all from where I was sitting. Uh huh. And there was a really delayed reaction in the garden. Like, I thought he saved it. And then when it, they cheered, I was like, oh, it squeaked through. So when they showed mm-hmm. the replay and that just, like, burst through night. I was like, what happened? Why didn't I? Why didn't the Someone crowd were like, oh, okay. All right. Another one. Yeah. Right on. Um, which is where, exactly where, the game just flipped on its head. Very much so. Yeah, I'm not even a minute and a half after that. Brian Hart's Brian Hart scores. On the yeah, he he his was on a rebound, right? Yeah, it was like he was in front and Carlo kind of like had his hands mm-hmm. on him, but uh, not Carlo Forbert had his hands on him, and like in the moment, and I kind of still agree with this. I was like, uh, yeah, you gotta make a bigger play on him. You gotta get him out of there. My my note on this goal said lazy. 
that's yeah, all it says. Like, that's that was like, dude, what are you? You're just standing there, like, do something about it. Like, I mean, that's part of being up four zero, but also you can't you can't get that lazy. Yeah, and, like if you go watch it, it does. It's like not like he's off balance or anything. Like he's just kind of like lightly pushing him. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dump him. Like, like he's in front of the yeah. net. He's about to get the puck. Get him. Like, take a penalty. I don't even care. Like, do not let him get that puck. Like, and he even put I his mean, arms. Honestly, like, they oh. were multiple goals in this game that were lazy defense in front of the net. Yeah. And the bigger thing, I hate to criticize this guy. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, Mark. Lean is Mark giving up some horrific rebounds. Like oh, I think some with that second goal out of character ass, big old juicy rebounds I and then scrambling. That. Yeah. I didn't, that, that didn't catch my eyes much. I mean that. I mean even that first goal on the rebound, like that. Granted, yeah. like you, your your defenseman should probably be clearing out the the slot a little bit better, but yeah. you shouldn't be. You can't be giving those up. He looked. That, thought, this is the, the only game of the season where he's really done that, but it was like kind of consistently all game. Yeah. I uh, I thought on the second goal that this is the one that it was like that huge cross ice pass to um, stall. Oh yeah, on when they like around the horn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I was shocked that went in. Like that was I I thought Omar got over in time. Um, that yeah, was that squeaked surprising. that squeaked short side, dude. That must have been in a in a pretty damn small window. Yeah, uh, but that's that was a tough one too because it's like, okay, so you just let them take over the front of your net, mm-hmm. and then you let them like circle you in your zone, and that is just very not Bruins. No. Um, and this, I'll say this, I wrote this down when it happened. That was the first time this season that I've thought they were going to blow a lead. Wow. I was about to say just another game, even when they got that third goal, that like <laughs> the back of my brain wasn't like, uh-oh. I was just like, really? oh, that's even after the third? Oh, yeah. yeah very. And like I saw that, I, I was poised perfectly to see that goal, too. Because in the second period, they were shooting right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, my seats, if I walked in a straight line, I'm walking across the goal line. Mm-hmm. So I live, I was like, that's a goal. I didn't even need a replay. I'm like, that 100% was in. And the guy mm-hmm. was with, it was like, ah, was it? Like, and I'm like, yeah, uh, absolutely. No doubt. It was so, but even then, I was like, oh, interesting. It's 4 3. Like, it wasn't like, oh, shit. Like, it was like, oh, here we that go. Was, that's crazy. Cause I think that they've brought me back down to earth a little bit and they've shown some, some glimpses of humanity. So, like, I, after the second one, bro, I was like, oh, the, that's quick. Like, those, and they, like I said, it, it, they were convincing goals. It was like, five minutes and in front, seconds. And then they took over your whole zone. That, that looks, bad and i think part of it is some ptsd from a a a panthers game i went to i want to say last year i'm gonna say last year might have been the year before year before it was covid i don't think it was then right were people in the building two years ago uh they're starting to come back wait no uh no i don't think so I don't think I had a the last three on. years or two and a half years are just a wicked blur to me. Like I here, let me look up the date of this. I've Not lost, that this matters to anybody but me. Oh, but um the Bruins blew a three goal lead to the Panthers in the third period at a game I was at. Way to um, go, dude. 
away. Where okay. were you? Oh, well, the, well, you know how impossible it is to try to find. Okay, it was in 2019, so it was three years ago. I thought it was last year. That's crazy. Yeah, they were up. They were up 4-0 in the third. And the they ended Bruins up losing. Were? Yeah, and they ended up losing 5-4 to the Panthers. That doesn't sound like them. No. Um, Interesting. November 2019. Um, but I was at that game, and I very much uh, let that hurt me. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I think it, that was part of it. That it was like that it's the Panthers when I saw them clawing back. I was, it immediately came back to me. I was like, okay. oh, yeah. Just they like thousand yards there. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Vietnam. You know what okay. I noticed about Flashbacks. all three of those goals? So, um, no, what? Derek Forbert. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so, one, goal one. It's when he didn't really push him enough. Goal two is not really on him. Like he had his guy in front. He was out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it was around the horn. It was on the peripherals. It was, that was, I would, I don't even want to say it's on Olmark because like that's still a hard save to make, but it wasn't a hard I think it falls on the defense for letting, I mean, giving up that much real estate, letting a guy circle you is certainly Uh, the D. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I guess I I don't want to like really like put it to Forbert on that goal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but then the third one, it was when he like he made he tried to get it off the line, and I'm not gonna be like it's his fault. It went in like it went right under Olmark's pad. So I'm mm-hmm. not like they're all three his fault, but like right like that was like fuck like that sucks for Forbert, like a guy who's usually like pretty rock solid for you on defense. He ended as a minus two, so we got one back. But yeah, um, you know who else had a weird a weirdly not great game, dude? Who's that? Uh, at least looking at at, at one stat, um. David Krejci in the face-off circle. Holy shit. Wow. Went yeah. two for 12. Or a cool 16.7%. Yeah. I didn't even and, notice that. And life. so I looked. I was like, oh, like maybe is this a trend? Like, has he been struggling in the face-off circle? And I haven't noticed. So I went back to the, the Columbus game. He won 12 out of 14. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This <laughs> is like, wow, you fucking dominated. Like, Yeah, yeah so I don't he, know. He just had a tough gonna, game. He's not like my top three. He's not in my Mount Rushmore face-off guys. Yeah, he mm-hmm. might be four. Um, but he's fine. Brad Marchand is like, it's not his job to take face-offs because he's a wing. But mm-hmm. Brad is like not very good at face-offs. Like that's like one thing that I wish he beefed up on a little bit more. Because when Bergeron gets it's kicked out. It's not his job. But when Bergeron gets kicked out a lot. and how? It's usually, how, is, how does Bergeron get kicked out a lot? How is that the case? That's why he's so good. Bergeron gets kicked out of faceoffs all the fucking time. Like, is that I, so, dude? I think he gets kicked out more than he takes. Like, he gets kicked. That's that's an exaggeration, but he gets kicked out of faceoffs a lot. Look for it. Now that I say it, like, look for it, and you. I mean, he, he got kicked lot. out of like, one faceoff in the Jackets game. He got I don't kicked know. out. Maybe of... it's like a. It's an old thing that I noticed, and I just haven't really updated it. But like. Yeah, no, like he, like he cheats. The good faceoff guys cheat. Like that's how you win. Like you go first. Like he got kicked out of one in Florida. Where are you looking? That tells you how many they got kicked out of. I'm just looking at his wingers. Oh, I see. Fair. Yeah, seeing how many they took. 
Well, regardless, whatever. Um, yeah, Marshan. It's. I mean, it's not. I'm not gonna fucking get on him too hard. Whatever. He he was 100 percent against Florida. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that's a good eye for the Krejci faceoff thing. I did not notice that at all. Um, yeah, it's weird. Hampus Lindholm, a cute Hampus. little plus, a cute little plus four. Hampus, he's a plus twenty four. I he didn't get that goal right. That goal ended up being Krejci. That yeah okay so to to lead into that a little bit so we had the Florida surge of three goals mm-hmm. and so they scored and then three and a half minutes later that play happened it was like he came in and like kind of like deflected it as he was like rushing the net and that was so weird because I and I tell you most of the garden thought that was in I didn't have uh, yeah. a good view of I it. I believe it. Just full the angle of it from what I could see. Thought that was in. And then luckily, Krejci was, you know, hanging around and just like slotted it in. It looked like Knight gave up on it. It's kind of hard to tell. I rewatched it a few times trying to like. Mm-hmm. He, I looked like he lost it. it I don't. It, it didn't. It didn't. It looked like he knew it was. It went behind him. But he kind of did that thing where he just freezes in a way that's just like this play is over. Mm-hmm. And then he looked over and like kind of made a move as Krejci was taking the shot. Like not, it was too late. Like if it was going to go in, it was going to go in. But, mm-hmm. um, but honestly, I I want Lindholm to kind of surge back a little bit. It's not been bad. He's not been bad at all. But like he really flourished in the first like fifteen or so games until Chucky came in. And I, I would I would just kind of like to see him going to like a little point streak or just like get like three and five or something like that. Maybe a nice goal here or there. Um, <coughs> like an inevitability with this team. Like there's yeah. no one on this team who isn't in some way contributing to the offense. Now that Carlo's on the board. <laughs> now we got literally everybody. Literally everybody. Linus, you're up. Um, is that every... Is that every goal from this game? Uh, the Bergeron no. one? No, we have two more. Two Bergeron. Oh my god, really, dude? Yeah. Too many goals, you guys. Not no. I wanted off. eight. I wanted eight. Uh, you don't. You don't like a solid ten spot. I mean, I mean, I would have taken ten, but like, I wanted around. No, I mean, I mean, seven three, like a. Oh yeah, I mean that's a good football score. Like that's that's a yeah. low. That's a defensive game. Um, isn't that like the Pat Super Bowl? Wasn't that or no? It was ten three. Sick. High octane. Yeah. Um, I'm having a hard time even remembering the Bergeron goals. I have to bring up my my video feed. Honest. Uh. Oh yeah. Okay. And first, <laughs> first goal. That is. Just, it's like the coil one again. It's like night. Feel free to stop any of these. <laughs> like, that was not that good of a shot. Like it's not a bad shot. It's a nice shot in the way. Feel free, feel free. Anytime you want to start playing, like, uh, dude, like they were putting it to him. Uh, th- there was guys sitting in the section next to me that after the three goals from Florida, mm-hmm. were trying to get a "We want Swayman" chant. Oh, to which I I looked over and yelled, "Shut the fuck up!" Like they couldn't <laughs> hear me; they were too far away. But I was just like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, no, like we don't want Swayman right now. Like. Jesus, like, I why mean, after do that, we want Swayman? Omar was lights out after that third goal, yeah, too. like really yeah. fucking solid. I think he actually did finally get on top of the the whole uh, just giving up rebounds into the slot thing. 
I think he probably realized Stop doing like, it. they're probably going to keep scoring if I keep doing this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, no, he did. He did shut it down. We want Swayman. That's so funny. You've been you watching, know, brother. Do you know they they were just really drunk? Like they were just like by the end of it, they were like they were when Olmark had that like really fucking nice glove save, which was like mwah. like standing. That's the first standing ovation I've seen at the Garden this year for a save. I think. Mm. And wow. live, I didn't even know that was a I save. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't really see what happened. Mm-hmm. But then on the replay, like the whole crowd was like, oh, like collectively creamed. So wait, did, did people stand during the replay? I think it was like as it happened, people were standing and applauding, mm-hmm. and then on the replay, ever that's when everyone caught up to speed. Uh-huh. I'm sure most. It was just like again, it was like that's my cool. viewing angle. I like it that. Was, there was a lot of players in the way, mm-hmm. and it was just chaos because he was like had just made a save or two, and it was like on his ass, and like kind of like made he made that save like, like sitting down basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that w- that was kind of a hard one to see, but yeah, no, like on the replay, Devert, that's everyone was definitely up for that. Uh, is Omar gone after this year? Uh, no, he he was wasn't like five years, five mil. No way. Yeah, like we we fucking. Oh my god! Yeah, it. you're right. I remember that. Because... Yeah, it was it was a whole issue because people were like, "What are yeah. we doing?" Like we have Swayman, and they're like, and he has a no move clause too. Or at least I think for the first two or three years. So he has, he has two more no, seasons. He has a no move clause. We were like, what the fuck are we doing? And then now he's like, oh, but I'm going to win the Vesna probably. And it's like, oh, uh, as you were. Sorry, my bad. He's like, like, no, 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 no. Guys, I'm the I'm you, the best. You misunderstand. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, he has he has two Ooh. more full seasons. Um, What's an MNTC? MNTC? Yeah, so he has an NMC for this year and last year, which is the no movement clause. Okay. And then for next year and for 24-25, which is the season during which I'll turn 30, we'll both turn 30, uh, he has an MNTC. NMTC. I don't know. That one's new to me. I'm looking it up right now. M, it's um, an M-NTC clause. Modified no trade. Modified no trade clause. Players submit a list of teams they can or okay. cannot be traded to. So it's like a part. I think that's my favorite. I I love that. That doesn't get talked enough. I love that you could just make a list. And be like, fuck this team. Don't you dare send them. Don't you dare <laughs> send me to them. Like, I'm not going to Vancouver. Like, that's that's how the Sox landed Eric Hosmer. This I'm just heavy baseball episode. I'm so sorry to. I don't know if we have any listeners who are like shut the fuck up about baseball. I haven't seen it yet. So until I see it, I'm probably gonna keep doing it. Um. But there was a guy who was like involved in a trade this past year who like was supposed to get sent to the nationals and like he had like a sealed no trade clause, like a sealed partial no trade, which means like the team tried to deal him and then he was like, surprise, they're on my you, secret you just list. activated my trap card. <laughs> like literally. Like, haha, you guessed wrong. The nationals oh, were one of my open teams. the envelope under your seat. <laughs> now you've seen my hands the whole time, right? Right? No funny business. You've I've been in front of you the whole time. This camera is not cut at all. Well, at all. He's like doing like some uh close hand shit. magic. Like, but uh yeah, no, and then so they, they ended up just trading him to the socks because the team was so embarrassed they didn't want to keep him around because they just tried to trade him and he was that's like, kind of how we got Hall too. 
because Hall there was like Hall kind of had his like pick of where he was going, and he had yeah. been wanting to come to Boston for a while. He wanted to get picked by Boston in the tra- in the draft. Like him That's and Sagan true. both were like, "We want to go to Boston," and like he he finally got here. And we you're we, a hockey we, player, bro. Why would it. you want to play anywhere else, dude? It's kind of like I get it in other sports. I totally get it in other sports. But like, if you're a hockey player, you either want to play. I mean, it's either like in my mind, it's it's either tax stuff or it's Boston. And like, that's it. I would not want to play in Canada. Like the fans, there are the worst. Hmm. Like Boston's like such a perfect middle ground of like a city that really gives a shit. And it's an awesome city. You can live like a, you know, like a King on a hockey player salary. Yeah. I, I love this. I kind of, I talked to you about this a bit being like, I think one of, if not like the reason for Boston's success among many things is that we have so much talent for way below what they would normally cost throughout the league. I mean, think of like, like the, like right, I'm David and dry Think of like Kane and Taze, like all the guys who demanded these like massive, like 10 plus million. Yeah. We are, Bruins like, don't have one guy making over 10. McAvoy is the most at nine and a half. He's the most in Bruins history. The biggest contract in Bruins history. Yeah, for now. For now. David. For now. I thought you were about to say Fernandez. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, you forgot Manny Fernandez in 2006, dude. He got. He got I would never million. forget. <laughs> How dare you? I never people, said that. People, people do forget Manny people, Fernandez played here for a minute. So. Um, yeah, but like looking at the contract, so it's like he's the most pastas under seven million. We've Lynn home until 2030 for six and a half million. This is someone who, like, in the beginning of the season, we're like, is Lynn gonna win the Norris on a budget? Brad Marchand plays for the Boston Bruins for six million dollars, <laughs> six and an eighth. And I mean, well, that's... that just that doesn't get talked about enough. This is a guy who like one frequently more scratches a hundred points. He his contract ends in twenty twenty five. So we have two more years. No, yeah, because we have twenty three, twenty four, and then twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Taylor Hall at six, Coyle at five, and change. Allmark at five, Bergie at five, DeBrusque at four. Yeah, like we the top end talent is on. Un- now I want to say underpaid because they they are getting paid with there because they want to play on this team. They want to play in Boston. And I think that is like such a fucking advantage over small market teams. Like there's something about themselves, like the locker room among themselves. And then there's something about the city of Boston and the hockey market here and the hockey fans here mm-hmm. that they're like, I will make several million dollars less a year to be here. That makes me feel so special. That's incredible. I love that so much. It makes it's just very easy for the fans to get on board with yeah. the team when the team seems like they give a shit. Like the team meaning the players and like the they've front literally, office. They've like, literally bought into the team. Like Yeah. It's crazy. I love it. I love this fucking I team. love them so much. <laughs> I love this fucking team, Rob. I'm gonna be a different person when Bergeron retires. I don't wanna talk about that. That's fair. Let's not ever. Uh, Is there anything else yeah. in the Panthers game of, of note? You want to try to goal. get Bergeron on the show? <laughs> Dude, I was yelling at him all game long, and he didn't mm-hmm. respond once. 
Uh, we might be getting some interviews coming up. Yeah, yeah, be fun. I mean, we have a couple of guys. There's like a couple of guys that just we've just been sitting on that's just like in our back pocket that we're like, oh. yeah, they were like, oh, they'd probably do it if we asked them, and then we just were like, can you record in nine days? Like, no, okay, like. Yeah, I mean, I, we should we should reach out to those guys, but like as far as team people go, yeah, um, I wouldn't really want to try to try to get some of them on too. Um, I feel like it'd be so hard during the season. It would. Let's get Sophia Yurchevich on. I just opened Instagram and she's the first thing that popped up. She's great. I got Sophia. Get on. Sophia. On. Sophia. Sophia. See what Sophia's um, up to. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure not many people are sliding into those DMs. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Definitely not. not yeah, a chance. No, she's probably free. I'm Easy looking at context. night stats, and I'm laughing at the 7-3-1 save percentage. Incredible. Seven goals on 26 shots. Oh, no. I love how Omar put up like a 9-23, and his stats dropped. <laughs> yeah, what, like, that's what like are his season numbers? Like that's like when I said before, I'm like I couldn't wrap my head around a nine four one a quarter of the way through the season. That's why I'm like you can put up like a nine three zero a like a really fucking good outing and probably win the game and your stats drop. And he's only he's done it on only two shutouts. Like the next, I was gonna say that's free, the thing is like, like it's not like he's racking up shutouts that that no. are waiting it. He's just um, consistently that good. Honest to a quick look ahead, so they play Winnipeg on Thursday. I'm really really excited about this winnipeg game are you yeah well it's a goal it's gonna be a goalie game i think they give olmark the start and then you have hellebuck who is like the number two in the league right now number two number three depending on the night like he mm-hmm. is his goals allowed went up a bit but he has a nine two eight a two three three and 16 wins so he's like right behind olmark in a lot of these stats Winnipeg is yeah, good. talk about a guy who's just a consistently awesome, huh? Yeah, dude. Like he's dude, Winnipeg's good. They're 20, 10, and one. Um six, four, and oh in the last 10. That's not bad. They're not like, you know, top end, but like they're good. Like it's not gonna be an easy win by any means. Oh, this is a stat dude, I, is I, he, I is he leading is Connor Hellebuck leading the league in shutouts? He's leading the league in shutouts and in saves. That's pretty crazy. And in looks, games played amongst goalies, is that right? He looks like a Bond villain henchman. Oh, yeah, he does. What's that weird? It's that little smirk he's got going on. But yeah, no, I... I so he's I've, led the league in shots against in the last four seasons and is leading again now in a fifth. That's They are just wild. leaving him out to get his dick whipped. That is crazy. He led the league in games played in 17, 18, 19, 20, 2021, and is now leading again in 22, 23. <laughs> Dude, uh, the Jets, Josh Morrissey, their defenseman, has mm. 31 assists. He's leading the team oh. in points. He has five goals and 31 assists, and he's a plus 12. And he's averaging over 23 minutes a game. Now you got me excited for this Winnipeg game. It's going to be a good one. And then what's even more exciting for me is the next day they finally play the Devils. Yeah, it's going to be good. Thursday, Friday, and then that's all hockey until uh, Christmas is over. But we're going to put out a show right after that 
that devil's yes. game. Yes. Yeah. So you will have a show Christmas Eve morning. If you are looking for, uh, you know, you maybe you got to drive to to your family's house or something, or maybe or you you're sitting around Christmas your Eve morning. Everybody else is asleep. You're like, ah, I'm going to get up early, start my day. Listen to bear with me or put it on the speaker, put it on the speaker at, at, at the family. family. Yeah. Show your family. Be like, Hey, you got to check these guys out. I like them a lot. They're both very handsome. Say they that. sound so handsome. You wouldn't they believe sound, it. They do this sign language segment. You're going to love it. <laughs> Say that to them. They're gonna, it grows they're gonna... on you. You don't get it at first, but get your family to think you're out of your fucking mind. Uh, now's a good time to mention too. Uh, our our next ticket giveaway is upon us. Woo. Uh, so we'll be doing a giveaway for the Seattle Kraken game. Um, is this the Kraken's first time at the Garden? I don't think so. Is this this isn't their first season, right? They played last year, yeah. or did they? No, that can't be right. How do I not know this? Played last year. Are you sure? Yes. Like beyond a doubt. Yes. Okay. Then no, they can't be. They they played in the garden once before. Are um, you sure? Yeah, they had to have. They play every team plays every other team at least once, home and away. Was that the case last year, though? Yes. Don't wait. Don't 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 doubt me. I'm right. Know, just COVID stuff was still settling. No. Okay. Yes. They played here February first of this year. So this is their second game ever at the Garden. Did the Bruins win? The Bruins won. Hell yeah. So see if they can keep their streak alive. Historic. Having never lost to the Seattle Kraken at home. Uh, yes, but this will be Thursday, January 12th. So if you would like to enter to win these tickets, go to our Twitter account. Find the giveaway. Should we pin it? We can probably pin it for a we little bit. Pin it. Yeah, we can pin, pin it. it. We'll pin it. It'll be right there waiting for you. And just give it a retweet and follow us. At uh, we'll we'll pick we'll pick a deadline and then we'll just pick someone at random and if they're following us they get the tickets easy squeezy lemon peasy. There's a third there's a third stipulation. What's here? You got to retweet. You got to follow. And we will never know if you do this one, but you have to do it. Just please. At <laughs> at your family Christmas, you got to do the burr with me. While during, somebody else is talking during grace, preferably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, while somebody else is doing something important, if there's a speech or grace or maybe, I don't know, maybe you're maybe somebody gets like a sentimental gift. Maybe a dog died this year and maybe a dad decided to get your mom up one of those portraits and it's like, you know, their paw print and like a. A painting of the dog while mom's opening it. Someone, your sister's getting a video. Step in front of the video, burr with me, and then you might, you might win our tickets. But you also have to follow and retweet. We won't know, but Santa will. <laughs> Try that one. Do you do you want him to, you know, shit down your chimney? I you don't think so. Shit in your mouth while you're asleep. <laughs> All right. Talk about a lump of coal. We have come a long way since the start of this show, Rob. I couldn't be more happy. Really proud of us. I'm proud of you, brother. Thanks, bro. Proud of you. Thanks, dude. You're doing so much. 
Do you have any uh, closing thoughts? Um, you go first. <laughs> okay. Um, I was worried that this stat would have diminished since last night, but it's actually improved. So the Bruins are currently uh, leading the league in goal differential with a plus 54. Uh, wow. The next, the next highest is a plus 28 from Toronto. Wow. So I love that. Also, Carolina's on a six-game win streak. I didn't notice that. And Chicago's on a seven-game losing streak. They are 1-13-1 in their last 15. Not good. Not good. Not good. Anaheim is a minus 56. That makes me that makes me smile. I don't know why. Poor, I don't hate Anaheim, Anaheim at all. Dude, I don't think about Anaheim at all. I feel bad for Zegris. I just feel like he w- should be in a bigger market on a better team. Just talk up. I mean, there has never been a bigger fall from grace in terms of just like marketability of a team. Than from the Anaheim. Mighty Ducks to the Anaheim Ducks. Like, I get it. You lost the... I get it. And you lost the Disney partnership, and they left you a shitty hand because your team is named the Ducks. <laughs> you don't have much to do. I'll never, I'll never, ever forget... Uh, what's his fucking name? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Dangle. If I forget me, I drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I do need help remembering. Um, what the fuck? No, I'll never forget. It wasn't his name that I was going to say. I'd never forget. I would never forget <laughs> Steve Dangle calling them the Anaheim Actual Ducks. <laughs> it's a Steve thing to say. <laughs> no longer the Mighty Ducks. The Anaheim Actual Ducks is so fucking funny. But still, even getting dealt that shitty hand, you can absolutely not tout yourself out there in black and brown and orange and tan. It's like no. sand and tangerine. <laughs> it's like, what are you going for? What Nothing is good. That? Just go for like, you know what they could have done is I kind of flubbed it and gone for the old like ducks in the movie and gone for like a green and gold kind of thing. Like California gold. That'd be way yeah. cool. That honestly, I'm kind of now the moment you said that I'm upset that that is not their primaries. Like, I think the it king should, should go back to purple and gold. I mean, so, they got black boring. and white. Black and white sucks. That is like it's the awful. lamest nothing of a jersey. You're the I mean, kings. the Monarchs did the same thing because they were the yeah. Kings affiliate team, the Manchester Monarchs. And like they were, they had these awesome purple and gold jerseys. And then just one day I went there and they were black and silver. And it's like, that's, you're kidding me. Did you forget to color it in? Like it you didn't like finish, you didn't finish the jersey. Like, that's my closing. Disappointing. Thought. Disappointing. Bring the bring the fucking monarchs back. Can I tell you a story about the monarchs that I think Please you'll do. enjoy? Yeah. Um, so my my last time ever going to a monarchs game because I don't think that people were aware that they. I think it was a, a surprise if I remember correctly that they weren't coming back, but they had gone from an AHL team to an ECHL team. So nobody went to these games. Like when I was a kid, I'm sure you remember Rob. Like that I, place I, was. I used to packed. go to those games. Yeah, and it was like. You, there was a bunch of other kids there. There was like on ice things. Like the concourses were full. Like it was awesome. Like that place it was, was an event. Yeah. Like oh, there yeah. was, there wasn't, it wasn't empty at all. Like it was a full house. And if you went opening night, there was fireworks. They played Guns and Roses. There was like the inflatable that they came with. There's flames on the ice. It was like, it like made me fall in love with hockey again. 
like I loved the Manchester Monarchs. And then uh, when they became an ECHL team, I never went because nobody went. And then there's one day me and uh, my good friend Jackson, um, he took like a Wednesday off work and I was unemployed because I would, a lot of my life has been spent that way. <laughs> and I, uh, he just took a day off because he was like, hey, let's just like day drink in the city. <clears throat> let's just like fuck off. Tie one and, off. And so that's what we were doing. We like went, we went like got brunch, like boozy brunch and then a boozy lunch. And then we saw that the Manchester Monarchs were playing a 3 p.m. game on a Wednesday. And we were like, this has got to be the saddest sight in the world. <laughs> like we got to go. So I went and I bought him on a Wednesday <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I got a six pack of Coors light over at the, um, at the gas station across the street as did Jackson. And then we walked over and there's a, there's a metal detector. There's a security thing. And they, they scan right down my stomach. It beeps off. And I lift up my it's because it's in like my middle like sweatshirt pocket, you know, like the mm-hmm. big hoodie middle yeah. pocket. The six pack's in there. And I lift it up. I'm like, oh, it must be my belt buckle. And I'm not wearing a belt. And there is no buckle. <laughs> and the You're guy waves pants. it. <laughs> and the guy <laughs> <laughs> the guy waves it over my just like button of my pants. It doesn't beep. And he looks at me and he goes, Okay. <laughs> and he just lets me in. And me and Jackson, I can say that I tried. Like that's as I gave you no, a second pass. Like there's no way they were paying him minimum wage. Like it had to yeah, be. Yeah, that's like he was doing someone a favor. Like <laughs> yeah. his uncle owns the building and he was like, Hey, I really need you to just can you put on this shirt that says security? Like and they just they handed him a make-believe metal detector. It's made and, out of wood. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're good. Just wave it over people. And uh, we went inside and we were like, let's sit in the balcony. Like, let's go middle, middle balcony. We went up and we were the only souls in the balcony. And below us in the bowl was maybe a dozen people. It was crazy. And then the game started, and there were three kids on the ice that I had played hockey with before. And I was like, this is awesome <laughs> that was my send-off to the manchester monarch so bring them back bring back their purple jerseys bring back wednesday 3 p.m starts underrated start underrated start time 100 all right well that was my closing thought if you like it stop doing this you what if you have any other thoughts dump them out now but uh, other than that i'm done doing this show uh no i think that's good nothing nothing's really uh in the chamber yeah uh so we'll put out the ticket thing so give that a retweet and we will record and be posting after the devil's game we would like to be a bit more consistent with the recording we can't promise yeah, it's tough. We would it's, like i'll to. say it i'll say it it's on me the life is no, life is you difficult right now but they will uh, you know when your other job is another podcast and you're a father you get a pass like for right now for right now we'll we'll figure all this out we'll get uh i don't know we'll make it up to you guys our inconsistency we'll get some fun guests on here just share the show with your friends and uh you say know. bear with me at an inappropriate time during christmas like right now bear with me